0: you're listening to the mindful mom podcast episode 356 today's episode is an on-air coaching session called slow down mama of kids. Thank you so much for being here. Hello, my friend. I'm so glad you're here at this episode of the Mindful Mama podcast. Good for you. That was my daughter, Sora, in the intro and our kitty, Amber, who came in for a little bit. But listen, if you haven't done so yet, hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you get some value from the Mindful Mama podcast, please do me a favor, go over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and a review. It helps the podcast grow more. It just takes 10 seconds. And I greatly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. In just a moment, you get to join me for a special on-air coaching session with Casey Oakley. And you may relate to Casey if, you know, you're the type of person who wants to do everything. Casey is a homeschooling mama in Vermont with five kids, and she's a nurturer at heart. She wants to do all the things, make all her own food from scratch and have time to do some writing, painting for herself. Is it possible? Is it even possible to do all of these things? What are the deeper challenges too that go along with this beyond just efficient scheduling? Let's dive right into this. Join me at the table as I talk to Casey Oakley. So my name is Casey Oakley and
1: um, I live in Vermont and my husband and I moved here about two years ago. So right when the pandemic started, um, we had plans before that. So (laughs) we, um, moved up here. Um, we have five little ones and right now they are nine I have a nine-year-old girl, um, almost eight-year-old boy, uh, six and a half-year-old girl, and then four-year-old twins, a boy and a girl, and there'll be five in a couple weeks. So it's a huge milestone. (laughs)
2: Um,
1: and yeah, we live up here on a, a ridge and I, uh, we homeschool or unschool and take care of animals and just live life.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. I so kind of wanted to, like, do that. Like, when my when my girls were little and when, when Maggie was little, I wanted to – I had aspirations to sort of, like – Homeschool and things like that, but then I was like, "Oh gosh, I, I don't think I can spend like that many <laughs> hours with my kids." Like, I need a break. Actually, it's no, totally. Just...
1: <laughs> That's what I tell people considering homeschooling. I'm like, the first year is really getting used to being around your kids the whole time,
0: <laughs> because it's yeah. intense. Yeah, you're like, okay, oh, we are really in it together all the time, yeah. That's all the cool. time. Awesome. Yeah. So Casey and I worked together in Mindful Parenting. We did Mindful Parent, Mindful Mama Transformation Coaching Group during the pandemic right like weren't it wasn't that like right at the beginning of the pandemic that was so that was so intense we were all like yeah what's going on um yeah and uh so I know you fairly well but so I'm gonna ask you kind of I mean it's kind of a lot to ask kind of since then but what are your wins
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um Hunter, I just first want to say thank you for all that you're doing and for the work that you've put into helping families and because it's really meaningful work and it's just really necessary. Um, you know, um, I think some of the wins in the last couple of years that I have really, uh, you know, I guess I'm able to put into words <laughs> are the relationship that I have with my children and that I feel very connected to them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I think- Was is has always been the goal, but I think I feel such a sense of groundedness. Um, some of that's time, but a lot of that is the tools, um, that I've been given and the accountability that I had through meeting with you and other mamas, um, Mm -hmm. to kind of put those tools into practice. So, (laughs) you know, seeing like the fruit of the hard work, um, and you know, just continually connecting with my kiddos in really precious ways. So That's a huge win. And I think also taking care of myself. Um, which is which is also we will get to the challenges, also a huge (laughs) challenge still, but but like the just understanding um how important it is for me to prioritize my mental health. Um, that has been a really uh huge learning for me, especially as a nurturer, um, somebody who's always giving themselves. Like that's just my uh my, my wiring, I guess. Um, but then, you know, if I'm not putting myself first, then I'm just totally spent and then I'm mad at everybody. So a win has really been just me learning how to do that. And a lot of, you know, what we processed um, and your coaching groups and things like that just inspired me and gave me handles for that. So it's a huge win for the whole family.
0: <laughs> and that wasn't that like, from what I remember, that wasn't what you were modeled, right? Like your own family of origin was... It was, uh, it was, it was fairly, um, I don't know. I can't, I don't know if I remember correctly. Maybe I'll let you describe.
1: (laughs) That's okay. Yeah. I mean, everyone in that I know is a servant, um, Mm. and you know, for, 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 the best and the worst. (laughs) So, you know, you, it's just modeled to continue to give, you say, yes, you do all the things you take care of everybody. Um, but little like intention to like nurture your own needs. That was almost selfish, you know, to take care of yourself and not explicitly stated, but it just wasn't done. You
0: know, parenting can be loud, stressful, and rough some days. And we want to be able to go to bed and take care of ourselves in a really beautiful way. And that's why I love that. Cozy Earth is a sponsor of the podcast. Cozy Earth offers bedding products that will transform your sleep. The bedding is temperature regulating, which is like a huge sleep benefit, has superior softness, incredible fabric, and incredibly high quality. All the products come with a 10-year warranty. Truly, incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and your overall wellness. You deserve to treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence after all the day's craziness of parenting with cozy earth bedding and sleepwear. And it's a way to prioritize your self-care and sleep health. You deserve it. And here's an exclusive Mother's Day offer just for our listeners. Use the code MINDFUL35 for 35% off. That's awesome. At CozyEarth.com. That's coupon code MINDFUL35 for 35% off at CozyEarth.com. As parents, we know that there are so many things in life that we have to compromise on, but when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that doctor that doesn't really listen to you. Instead, check out Zocdoc. This is a place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally, there's no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you actually know about. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. Go to ZocDoc.com slash mindful and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc, dot com slash mindful. ZocDoc.com slash mindful. So you guys uproot everything. You move to Vermont. You've got five kids. You're, you're, you're homeschooling twins who were at the time like three or, <laughs> or two and a half six-year-old and eight-year-old nine-year-old now so what are I can imagine there are plenty of them but what are some of the challenges that are arising for you
1: yeah. So <laughs> the longer days mean that children are awake for longer. <laughs> um, summer always in the spring and summer propose a, a unique challenge for me. And um, that there's so much that I want to do. You know, I'm super active. I'm a gardener. We have animals. I milk my goat in the mornings where, you know, we've got this homestead wannabe. You know, we're new. So, you know, everything's an experiment at this point. Um, and yet, you know, and then I have all the needs of my children, um, you know, and, and wonderful things. Like I love to bake. I love, you know, I cook every meal. We don't eat out a ton. We don't, I mean, we go to the library and we have our little play dates and events and hike and all our things, but we're home. And so you pile that on with keeping a clean house. You know, you've got (laughs) all your, (laughs) every, every space in our home is basically, you know, children running through it, leaving stuff, you know, and, and you do your best to have everyone pick up, you have your tidy times, you have, you know, the chores that the whole family participates in. Um, but it just kind of like all adds up each day, you know, and, um, Mm -hmm. then there's the idea of, oh, I want to take time for myself. I love to write, I read, I play the piano, I love painting, like, and these like fill my cup. Um, and so I'm, I'm, you know, my challenge is always, how do I set up my day and that I am not just completely spent by 6 PM where I still have dinner and baths and, you know, or all the things. And I have a really supportive and um, helpful partner. Um, And I couldn't do any of this without him. I mean, thankfully he works from home and we're able to kind of juggle things, but it's, it's, it's a challenge to like, do it all, <laughs> and and still be happy and loving and model, you know, all the right ways to talk to everybody and all the like, you know, concerns and all the things. And so my husband, you know, has asked, well, what is it that you can let go of in this season, or what do you say no to? Maybe it's time in the kitchen. Like, let's, you know, so he'll grill four nights a week or so. That's really changed things for us. Um, but still, I'm I'm I want to do it all. <laughs> Um, I, I I don't want to, I don't want to let anything go and I want to do it all with excellence. And then I'm just spent and I have nothing for anybody. And so I'm still there. That's still the challenge of taking care of myself, um, and doing anything really well. And so I think that's where, where I'm at right this minute. So
0: that's a lot of things you want to do, Casey. I mean, (laughs) the goat, the garden, baking, five kids. That are homeschooled. Like this is not like I would be overwhelmed with a goat, a garden, and baking if they were all at school every day. <laughs> you're doing the goat, the garden, the baking, and wanting to paint and write and everything when they're home <laughs> all day. I mean, you're right. You really, really want to do everything. Um I do. <laughs> Wow, it's amazing. Okay, so, hmm, I mean, some I I hear that and you have like an incredible like zest for life is kind of what's kind of coming through here for you, for me. Um, and that you, that you want to do all these things. Um, what, what does it, what does it give you to uh, be able to like, like when you can get it together to do all the things, what does it give you?
1: You know, I, um, for such a long season, when you have so many little ones um, and you're constantly meeting their needs, I mean, there's diapers and there's, you know, there's all sorts of things. Like nobody can do anything for themselves for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And so when you, I, now I'm getting glimpses of like, we're almost five. My nine-year-old is so capable. My, you know, like they they, you know, they need supervision and, and boundaries and those kind of things, but they're doing a lot for themselves. They go and play for an hour and you know and and it's wonderful. And so I'm seeing these like pockets and these windows. And I almost get anxiety when there's free time for me. Cause I'm like, there's so much I want to get done. But but as I'm even stating this, I think I think what the challenge is for me, Hunter, is that, you know, I have a hard time switching from my doing mode to like mm. being and so um i've noticed that when i'm in like my doing mode if i'm like working in the garden i've got stuff it's hard for me to have little ones around it's hard for me to like keep the conversation going maybe with my 9 year old but maybe not so much with my 5 year old you know and mm. and i find that in those moments it's really hard for me to be present with them it's really hard for me to like connect or to like cuz i'm like hey i need this this hour to like knock this out, you know, kind of thing and I actually want to. I don't want anyone to talk to me, you know um, yeah, yeah, and so the challenge is really like my mama heart wanting to be available, wanting to like, oh, let me see you in this moment. you know, oh, wow, you found that little snail. What's his name or whatever he's you know, they're excited about. Um, and just kind of like having boundaries, but also being present, you know, it's kind of this. It's challenging to figure out when it's time for me to set up a boundary. I've had enough connection (laughs) and I'm connected out. Uh, And then like, oh, I've been really working and not available and now I need to connect. Does that
0: make sense? Yeah, sure. If I could like kind of wave a magic wand and give you the ideal amount of like connection with your kiddos versus like time to like garden and paint and feed goats <laughs> what each day like what would that ideal ratio sort of look like what would what would the ideal number of hours look like if we could just magically make it so <sighs> that's a great
1: question you know what my i i uh view that in terms of uh the the countenance my children's countenance and what i say what the vision that i get is like when I'm not available, I see it on their countenance. And so I You mean
0: on the way they like presenting, like their faces, their demeanor, yes, that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, I okay. feel
1: like it's a letdown if I'm not and that's hard for me. And so ideally mm-hmm. it would be all the time. <laughs> I'm always available for you, you know? Like, um, I'm not okay, sure okay. what the ratio
0: does that make sense? Yeah. You- yeah it makes sense but the question is like let's imagine you could be there for your kids perfectly and they would be perfectly happy all the time and you could we're just making an imaginary world in that imaginary world where they're perfectly happy with the amount of connection you have they have from you and you're perfectly happy with the amount of time you have to do your own thing what how much time is that oh gosh hunter i don't know I would say at least like half the day. (laughs) I don't know. I'd go 50-50. Half the day for
1: 50-50. Okay. Yeah. 50-50. Connection and the other half, like, you know, doing a thing or kind of switching from one thing to the other, you know, like, okay, let's connect. Okay.
0: Now you go play and it's my turn to do this, you know, or does that make sense? That makes sense. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because then, you you know, you're perfectly ready for the one thing, you know, for the kids because you've had a lot of, like, rest and recoup time. Right. Okay. Um, all right. So, I'm hearing that you are wanting to do everything. You do a lot. You like doing, but you have a hard time switching from doing to, like, being with your kids. And that's a huge value for you is to be there and be present for your kids. And it's something you've worked at and practiced and you have tools for. Mm-hmm. Um and, um, and yet yeah, this sort of switch thing. So your husband has asked you kind of a wise question, I think, <laughs> what can you say no to in this season? Cause I'm wondering if you had less on your plate of doing, and if you could, you know, like then we, then that switching, there's not as much switching cost, right? You're not as driven to like, use the hours get the hours right to if because you're running out of time to do this in order to get that done to then feed the goats i keep saying feed the goats but i'm sure you know other things besides feeding the goats right um so you know i'm wondering like if you had to prioritize everything right everything you do in a day um like what would be the top priority and then we could kind of go downward just in this season right yeah. so just for right now because the seasons will change like when your four-year-olds are both like 10 you're gonna have a, a whole different amount of time it's gonna change a lot this is just the season is changing so anyway yeah. for just this season yeah. how would you prioritize what's the most important things for you Yeah.
1: I think um, high on the list would be basic needs of the family. Like Mm -hmm. everybody's getting food. (laughs) We have a, you know, we kind of have a schedule. You kind of have to with so many kids. So they know like breakfast is at this time, snack at this time, lunch at this time. So, so, you know, having food available, (laughs) being there um, is definitely a priority. Um, What probably isn't a priority is needing to Make the snacks. <laughs> I like make my own power balls or granola stuff, or you know, like mm-hmm. I like to whip things together really fast. Um, but then there's all this cleanup after that, you know, and so, so maybe just letting go like this isn't a season where, but like my six year old is the baker and she loves it, and that's kind of our connecting thing. And many times through the week, and so it's like, man. I, there's this guilt I feel to let go of doing baking with her because it's such a gift to her, you know and mm-hmm. um and but even more than that, like just the amount of time I spend in the kitchen probably could go down whereas I could and this is this is my husband's encouragement as well. <laughs> He's like, get him an apple, get a bag of chips out. Who cares? you know, and I'm like, oh, it's that organic and you know, like it's hard for me. Um, and yeah. so I'm like, Okay. Yes, we can, we can streamline some of this stuff. So it's not as, uh, but then I kind of get in that loop where I'm like, Oh, let's do pancakes. Like I want it for me too. You know,
0: I want to tell you about a great podcast that you should check out, especially if you ever deal with any school system, which you probably do is called understood explains. I highly recommend you check it out. To listen to Understood Explains, just search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's it. Understood Explains.
2: Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Coe, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts
0: you know, you have a value of like homemade, organic, natural food, yeah. Yeah. which is great. That's nice. Yeah. But also it can be something that we also feel pressure about. We, it can totally. be part of our identity, right? Yeah. It can be yeah. part of like, I am this kind of person. I am not sure. that Cheetos bag kind of person. Right. Yeah, totally. And I'm wondering, oh, if I totally if agree. Part of that is what's going on also for you as you're like p- having this feeling, this pressure to kind of make everything. Sure.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say you are totally right in that this is kind of like the framework that I have toward eating is like, oh no, we're, we're going to choose this and not that, you know, kind of thing. Um, and maybe almost too st- strict, although I don't limit my kids in that way. We, I just don't buy other things, right? Like I buy all yeah, the things yeah. to put it together so that we have stuff. Um, but yeah. maybe in this season I just buy package stuff.
0: <laughs> it's call it a day. okay to do that. You know, I know. I mean, it's like if I, I were, you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be buying snacks for my kids. Um, in our community, we have like kind of a a a like a very loose summer camp that our yeah. kids go to. We all contribute stuff. And I like I buy the snacks because one year I discovered that someone else was buying the snacks and they were brought everybody Mountain Dews and Klondike bars. And I was like, perfect. Oh my God. What are you giving my children? Holy crap. Sugar shots <laughs> for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Sugar
2: shots for everyone. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: so then I was yeah. like, I volunteer to get snacks and then yeah. we have like hummus, yeah. little hummus containers and, totally. and things like that. Yeah. But you'd be amazed yeah. at what you can get. That's convenient food. Yeah. That's not like, Uh, because, and we are gluten free and we're dairy,
1: you know, we try to be dairy free and all the things we have some Mm -hmm. allergies and stuff. So, you know, you're always like having to monitor that kind of stuff too. Um, but no, I feel you. I think you're, I think you're absolutely right. There's yeah.
0: Cause there's a trade-off you have to make between like, okay, this is my identity, but if I want to be able to enjoy my life, if I want to, if, if my priority is one of my priorities is being able to be present for my kids when they're in this still in this little phase of four almost five six even nine you know if i if that is important to me i can't be present for this phase if i'm over you know all (laughs) you know overdone over Mm. overdoing everything so Yeah. yeah. Maybe a concession can be made there, but maybe not with the baking where you bake with your daughter once sure. or twice a week, right? Like, yeah. but it maybe it doesn't have to be all the time. Okay. A so you're identifying thing. some places. I mean, would it be even be possible? And I'm thinking about this idea of like the priorities, obviously food is priority and if food would be a priority even like every day. But even if you had, I'm wondering if, you know, every spiritual tradition has a day of rest. And so I want to kind of circle back to that for you. Right. A day of like being and not doing, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> um, so good. So thank um, you for the reminder. So something so like a, a Sabbath day, a day of rest can include if when you're thinking about food, things like paper plates. Like yeah. i know you recycle everything and and, and all that but like you could buy the recycled paper plates and you compost them in your compost pile yeah. yes yeah. like yeah <laughs> you know, like you could try that uh like once a week we do that and then yeah. you know if you get a really busy time you pull them out on a random tuesday too and you give yourself permission because it does not mean that you are like uh, it doesn't, it, it, you know, we don't want to make it about your identity. You yeah. want to be, no, we want to totally practice to be secure in who you are, right. regardless of whether you're making your own chia balls, right. you know? <laughs> right. I know.
1: I totally agree. I appreciate your permission to do that.
0: It's yes, true. You have permission even to order pizza once yeah. a week because- I mean, think about it. so I mean, and and I have some crunchy friends and I and we can get like we get in our little worlds and we get into like can we can get into extremes like I have a, fr- a good friend who didn't want her kid to have a bunch of sugar and she was homeschooling her child and so she only gave her unsweetened chocolate and she, this poor child thought chocolate was the most disgusting thing in the world. <laughs> Eating this unsweetened chocolate, so funny. and now is obsessed with milk chocolate. So sure. you know, like if you don't like bring in a little bit of what's in the mainstream, you can get a so real funny. pendulum swing on the other. side. Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. No, I we were at a community block party the other night, and pretty
0: sure they all had like
1: four bags of Doritos, you know, like each.
0: I was like, great, knock yourselves out. <laughs> They're like, what is this magic? Yes, food? what is it's this? Amazing. Yes. <laughs> it's precious. Okay. Yeah. All right. Food is a priority. Cleanup. Are the kids helping with cleanup?
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're, you know, they've, they've got their morning chore things that they do. My nine-year-old takes care mm-hmm. of all our chickens and you know, the birds, I, they do all the bird feed. And stuff. So that's really helpful. And, um, you know, we have like a once a day kind of clean the table, sweep under the table, all the dishes, all that kind of stuff. So, but you know, like I, you know, I clean our house and bathrooms and like all that stuff. And that kind of just, I hate it. I do. I'm like, oh, who are these women who are like joyfully cleaning their house and modeling that for their kids? I'm like, it's just not me. (laughs) But I think um, Mm -hmm. it's unnecessary and my kids help with the bathrooms, but you know, you just can't leave them with like a thing of Clorox or I put Clorox in, I can't not do anything else. Other than the toilet, they have to be Clorox. I'm sorry, I'm i nat- I'm natural in almost every other way except for that one. Can't do it.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. Um. Okay. okay. Cool. So yeah. So, but if you hate it, I mean, there's it might be there might be ways to kind of work around this. I mean, so we. I don't know. You know, for years we found somebody who we pay and she just comes and cleans our two bathrooms every week. It's not uh, a lot of money. It saves yeah. me so much like uh, mental and it emotional takes, yeah. energy to like not yeah. have to do that and just know yeah. that once a week it's going to be amazing. So yeah. I don't know if that's going to be available for you in Vermont. But it might be worth it to kind of yeah. ask around from friends like, hey, do you know anyone who's interested in, you know, just a light one, you know, bathroom cleaning job? At first we did it every other week and then we we're like, yeah, we love you. Please come every week. Totally. Um, so that might be I mean, when we think about our our whatever resources we have and our well-being, if it's something you really hate and you can outsource it there's a huge gain in well-being and yeah. then even attention for what you have, you know, that what you want to give your attention to.
1: Yeah. I appreciate that. And um we've had cleaners in the past especially when we had so many little ones. Um and I think our strategy here with all the children was, you know, for it to be a family thing that we're all you know, participating. And it's like, we're not going to have someone come do this for us. Like, well, this is what we do. Um, but <laughs> I, um, am resonating with your <laughs> encouragement <laughs> a little bit more than I was would have been, you know, uh, a few months I mean, ago. I mean, I can
0: but. see that as an ideal. I can see yeah. that as an ideal, but yeah. when, you know, when you, you, reality strikes and you have you're someone with so much zest for life been doing all those things and that's something you hate, yeah, you know, is that, you know, maybe that trade off is worth it. It might just be <laughs> worth it. Okay. Yep. Food is a priority. You. Cleaning the bathrooms is obviously not but what's <laughs> next after food.
1: Um, I would say connecting with my kids is is a priority and in, in the in like just you know, being available for them. So like my older two, they are we're, we're in a, a space right now where they get on a book series and then they're just like, you know, loving their afternoon time of reading. And I love that. Um, and so, you know, being present for them whenever they're done with that and just being like, yes, tell me about your book, what's going on? You know, like, and that kind of conversation is really important to me. So just making sure there's that those connection points throughout the day times five though. (laughs) So, you know, that's, that's a priority for me just to make sure that I have a listening ear to what's going on inside of their heads, you know?
0: Yeah. I would say that's huge. And
1: I, and also just reading together. We read, Mm. um, probably, I don't know, four or five nights out of the week I'm reading to them before bed, um, picture books or whatever that is. We, we listen to a lot of audible books, things like that. Uh, I would say that's a big priority to me.
0: Okay, so it's that connecting. There's that reading together. Um, now, so that all that stuff kind of takes some time. Is there a time in your day where you're not, you're not, um, you don't have a, a, a job or a chore or an activity for you? Well,
1: if I want there to be. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, that, and I think that's what you just asked is the challenge because, uh, really for the, in the last three days, I have been making it a point to when they're doing their reading time to just sit and read as well on my own Mm. in the, you know, on the porch, just rest. Um, but it's like three days coming, like (laughs) three days. (laughs) Um, but That And the first time I did it and kind of sat down, my, my body felt in motion still. You know, that like the doing and the being kind of moment where you're like, wow, my body is just in go mode. And so I'm sitting down and I was literally like kind of actively letting myself let go of all of the movement and just kind of allowing my body to rest. But it was like such a wake up call for me. Like, okay, sit down. And I and I do have a practice of sitting. It starts my day, but then I don't sit the next, the rest of the day. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. <laughs> once I'm once yeah. I've sat and kind of done my, you know, quiet time and my like, <laughs> little bit of reading, I'm done. Yeah, it's like up the door, you know. Yeah, and and it and it's really um it's uh yeah so the last few days i've i just have just been sitting while they're kind of having their we have a rest time you know in the afternoons the days mm-hmm. are so long so i'm like and they all appreciate it they are all like ready for it too um but i'm putting my okay, feet up that, and reading as well
0: i like that you're doing that and that could be a nice practice to kind of because if you can practice at least, you know, you, you start your day with that, which is amazing. It's probably helping you weather this intense time, of course, because, yeah. uh, but um, if you can practice that transition and just the awareness of where your body is and how that feeling of motion and all of those things, I mean, it it might be nice to think about like, I wonder if it's possible I wonder if it's possible to do more of the things with ease to like do the activities and the chores, you know, to, to have breakfast, but to do breakfast more slowly, (laughs) you know, Mm. to like kind of slow down the general pace. And I'm curious, Mm. I'm wondering if you did slow, if you took a week and you slowed yourself down, like you started to like practice just being aware of when I'm sped up, slowing myself down, even in the midst of activity. I wonder if I'm curious if what you would still get done, right? Like, mm. would you still get everything done if you weren't hustling? Mm. What do you think? Do you think that might be possible? I love practice? that Does question. Does it sound crazy?
1: <laughs> no, I love that question. Um, and, and and I um, water the garden in the mornings and we have this pumpkin patch. I have to take the hose over to the pumpkin patch. And like I said, we're new at this, so <laughs> we don't have all the things set up and I'm watering. But I literally like was like, oh, this is a mindfulness time. And as the sun's like shining on my face and I just kind of like, ah, oh, mm. like, you know, and, and so it was like almost a window into what you're talking about. I totally resonate with that. And I think that would be calming to my nervous system, maybe. Because I think this is what, as I'm processing with you, what I'm really articulating is my nervous system is constantly like on, you know, even in my like precious times with my children or my quiet moments, like it's still activated because there's, oh, because I'm just doing, 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 doing. And so what I hear you saying is conscious awareness of the present moment and doing your activities with ease and kind of with a a restful mode might actually help your system, but you still get stuff done. Is that what I'm hearing?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's possible. I mean, I totally get you. Like we get into this rush mode, this go mode. We don't feel like we don't have enough time. I used to, well, my kids went to school, but they went to school like right, like almost a block from my house. And I would drop one of my kids' sore off at school, and then I would literally run back to use the three hours with the most efficiency that I could. Totally. And at some point, I realized like I would run back, and then I would be going and I'd go and do and do all these things. And at some point, I realized it was just getting me more hyped up and more anxious. And I started to practice mindful walking home. It's not a long walk. I actually didn't even add a lot of time on to um, to do this mindful walking. But mm-hmm. I started to walk slowly and breathe on my way home. And it, amazingly, I got back and I was more relaxed. And I still got all the things done, but I just got them done with less energy. Mm, Yeah. That's so good. So so I, I think it's possible. I mean, it's kind of like, it's a big, almost spiritual practice, right? Like the whole Bhagavad Gita is about doing the work, doing our work, right? But letting go of the outcome. Mm. And it almost sounds like part of this is this, like showing up, Doing the work, being present for the work, you know, but mm. not being present, not being, not having your your worth, your well being, your everything tied to the outcome of this work or the mm. efficiency of this work or whatever mm. it is. Just letting showing up and being there for it be enough.
1: Mm.
0: I really love that.
1: I I read something the other day. It was about this Indian woman who had ten children, and she apparently, in her old age, had reached enlightenment. And they said, "What was her secret?" And she said, "I stirred the rice mindfully."
2: Yes,
1: I <laughs> and I was that. like, "That's it. Like, <laughs> that's all it you're
2: takes."
0: Like...
1: <laughs> but what, yeah. what? But that resonates so much with me, and I and I think you're you nailed it in when you talk about. The result or like the outcome, because then there's this, you know, this, when you don't feel like you're doing anything well, you have a sort of judgment about yourself or about what's going on, right? And when you're letting go of that judgment, you're detaching yourself from worth or from identity or from, you know, those things. And Mm. that you don't realize, I don't think we realize how much that weighs on us or that, you know... Mm causes our system to be activated in a kind of subconscious way. But the, the letting go, the presence or the mindful, you know, activity releases that I think probably,
0: but yeah. And there's a, there's like a mantra that can help with this. This might be good for you to write down. Um, and I've used it different times is, uh, there's more than enough time for everything important. (sighs) There's more than enough time for everything important. And I think that's so helpful because it's okay to not have enough time for everything because you're human. (laughs) You're not Mm, like, you know, a Marvel character that can like Marvel homeschooling mom who can do all the things, right? (laughs) Like you're just a normal human being. And, but you can, so some things you may not be able to do everything constantly all the time. Like you may miss the chia ball snacks, but you, you know, if it's important, there's more than enough time for it. And yeah. in your priorities, you know, being with your kids and connecting—that's more important than um, making everything you eat organic or, mm-hmm. et cetera. Right from scratch. Right. Yeah. yeah or from scratch. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then if we zoom out to like the big picture. <laughs> you know you were saying you want to do everything you want to paint you want to write what else was there that you wanted to do I, I love to read like not reading <laughs> garden okay reading you know. yeah reading you can do like somewhat with your kids a little which you've yeah. said that's cool um painting maybe writing maybe I mean so what I, I guess it might be helpful to think about like the larger season of your life so one thing I'm realizing now that my kids are twelve and fifteen is that they've got a lot of stuff going on. Like there my fifteen year old now has a job. She's lifeguarding. She's off doing this. Like she walks to the pool and lifeguards and sora goes off to the barn. I have like hours. You know, so mm-hmm. I've had I've like now I do I I've last year I learned took some sailing lessons on the Delaware River and then I I am now doing Scottish country dancing <laughs> so I'm like obsessed with, which is so funny. It's really fun you guys. Um, <laughs> but anyway, just to say like there's gonna be a season of your life you're a young person where you know your kids who are gonna be five in ten years they're gonna be 15
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you're not gonna be like, doddering around ready to die then like you you know i'll be 50 hunter 50 oh yeah i'll be so young i'll be so young (laughs) but anyway it might be helpful to think about i guess to kind of pace yourself as in some ways like you're not gonna run out of time to do all the things like there's more than enough time for everything important, even in the span of time, if you don't have enough time now. Yeah.
1: I appreciate that. I think, you know, in this new awareness of like taking care of me, um, and kind of like realizing these passions are still there. Um, these, Yay. you know, all these things are like not gone. They're they they were just dormant, you know, they're They're here. Now I have a little bit of space each day, you know? Um, so I think maybe what I hear you saying is like tempering that a little bit and still recognizing the season, um, not feeling like if I'm not getting to those things, I'm neglecting something or neglecting, you know, myself in some way, but like just kind of taking it in stride. Cause I think I do. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: I was gonna say, well, yeah, like there's a middle path here, right? Because I want you to hold on to the things that spark joy in your soul, that are about you, and not being mom, right? right? And being absolutely, you know, that whole thing. I want you to hold on to those things, yeah. But maybe not like everything all at once. (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's how I do it. No, I'm just kidding. No, like we had five kids in four years. Like this is just what we do, right? (laughs) We do it all in one time. No, but I, I really appreciated that encouragement. Um, and I, and I totally hear you on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So for the things that spark your soul that are for you, just for you, what is some, what is it that is the most important for you in that category right now? What is a priority?
1: Conversations with other moms. That's like, that is my favorite place to be talking with other women about anything. (laughs) Like just chatting. I'm so social. So (laughs) I think that that's where I'm like filled up when I have a, a time where I'm out with other moms or, you know, doing a coaching session with somebody or something like that. I feel this sense of like filled then I'm home, I'm home and there's not a care in the world. You know? My husband's like, do more of that. <laughs> so yeah, that's a big win for me.
0: Okay. So do you have that in your life at a regular basis?
1: Um, yes and no. So um I did just host a little mindful mama group um for some of the ladies in my area. Um and that just ended last Sunday or two Sundays ago. So um that was really life giving to me. Um and then I'm really intentional about scheduling play dates and with families and mamas that I really connect with and so like minded families and we have a really good time and So, uh, last week we were hiking up to a waterfall with another family, two other moms. And like, that's like a win for everybody. You know, we're all moving, we're having a good time with friends and it's great mom conversation. So I'm just, you know, intentional about having one or two of those a week that always kind of fills up my cup.
0: Back to what your husband said, what can you let go of in this season? (sighs) Ugh, (laughs) I don't know.
1: Um... I started writing again, and I, I think I had sent that to you in an email. And I really mm-hmm. enjoy that, and that's a muscle I want to continue to exercise. Um, you know, I I sit down and play the piano because I want to model that for my kids. You know, like and they're they're playing, and I want them to hear me and see me, and not that I'm a proficient piano player, but I kind of make up my own songs and do that kind of thing. So I so I think um, I want to see them. I want them to see me reading, so I, you know, carry a book around with me, and um, want that just to be a normal part of our culture. Um, and so, I'm having a hard time. Like, what do I? I have actually let go of painting this season. Um, I painted a lot, just watercolors. I really would love to continue to to grow in that. That's something I'm intentionally just dropping for now, and not feeling any, even when I want to, or not not pressure, but like desire. I'm like, it's okay. That's maybe a winter thing, you know, for me. Um, so
0: I, what if, um, I'm wondering Casey, what if like the afternoon rest time that your kids like so much, right. What if there's like, you know, when you were, you know, when your kids are little and you were nursing one child, like you had like a, a a little basket, right. A box of things, right. For the older kid. What if there were like a little Casey basket? That had, like, one of those, like, just, like, mini super easily accessible watercolor palettes. You know, yeah, those, like, I, travel yeah. palettes. Uh-huh. Um, you know, your, some writing, some music. Like, what if that were the t- some time where you intentionally slow down, mm-hmm. you remind yourself of your intention to slow down and you read or you write or, you know, you you make that that time there carve out a little time there even with the family yeah yeah I, I love that idea. I think that's really sweet
1: I <laughs> when you were talking and about don't
0: let chores inter interfere <laughs> you, you you hold a boundary of chores like where you say any chore that needs to be done can be left done. even yeah. if I didn't marinate the chicken or whatever it is <sighs> right no that's a real thing <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no, I love that. I think what, yeah, I hear you saying is like setting up something for yourself causes the intentionality. Like it it brings you, it uh, gives intention to that being a sacred moment or a sacred space versus that like, okay, kids are down for quiet time. And then I run the list of all the things I could be doing. And then I have to like really make the choice to sit and read. Like, but it's a hard choice. And what I hear you mm-hmm. saying is like, th- there's no choice. There's just this is what mommy does during this time.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there's more than enough time for everything important. It'll yeah. all get done eventually I love it. or not and it wasn't that important. <laughs> um, and, and everyone um, lives. Yeah, and, uh, hopefully and everyone lives. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Okay, so this is awesome. So I have two kind of assignments for you in this from that I want to take from this which is I'm going to invite you to really take a week and slow down while you're doing and going and doing the chores and things and see if you can try to be mindfully present and maybe moving forward from that week. It may look like I'm going to pra- really practice when I do the goats or do the garden <laughs> to yeah. like walk slowly, feel the earth mm-hmm. beneath my feet, breathe mm-hmm. in, breathe out, Um connect with the earth feel that solidity of the earth and be mindfully present right and Mm -hmm. you you know because we're not it's you're allowed to be human you don't have to be like buddha mom like all the time right like. but maybe you pick like one thing a day where you're like i'm gonna really slow down with this and then invite that like ease into the rest Mm -hmm. of the day hopefully i love that um yeah and then in the afternoons, like have that basket for yourself. And just that's what you do. Like your kids have rest time. If you want them to have rest and ease in their life as ad- adults, yeah. you have to model it, right? So <laughs> To know that so adults aren't servants, right? Uh, yes. Adults are allowed to in- relax and have ease and rest and enjoy their lives. Yeah. Um, so you that's should sh- show them that every day. Sure. I can do this. I love this.
1: This is like resonating with my insides right now.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yay. Awesome. Okay, so what is your biggest takeaway from talking today?
1: I mean, I think everything you just said at the, what you said about modeling rest. Ooh, that that hit me. At the core. Um because that's that's how I parent. Like, you know, I'm I'm trying to model a way of life that I would hope for them to, you know, understand and, in some way and maybe um, reflect. And so, yeah, I think I, I heard you earlier talk about the Sabbath. You nailed that one um, or, you know, a day of rest or however you want to describe it or call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked that. Um, and then modeling rest each day, but also choosing something the morning, you know, I, I can imagine myself walking out to the barn, you know, and, and that moment. And I've had moments of mindfulness, but early on where I was like, oh, this is a good mindful time, but it hasn't been in a long time. I'm just like, you know, get it done kind of thing. So um, I really appreciate the encouragement to have that space, maybe be a mindful time and then having the afternoon be intentional about nourishing myself. Um Yeah. That, that, those are my takeaways. I'm like, I have a little basket of takeaways right now. All
0: right. All right. <laughs> it's good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming and sharing this time with me. I've really enjoyed it. Casey is amazing. You can find her in Vermont, I suppose. And uh, so at some point in the future, she'll probably be a certified mindful parenting teacher up there too. Yay. Um, so thank we're you, excited Hunter. for that. Thank you, Casey. Thanks so much.
1: Yes, and thank you for all your insight and wisdom and all that you do for our community. You're awesome.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you would like to learn more about Mindful Parenting and the work we do, the teacher training, and the membership, go to MindfulParentingCourse.com and sign up for the waiting list. That's MindfulParentingCourse.com thank you so much for listening, my friend. I hope you have a beautiful week. If you're in the U.S., I hope you're having a great rocking Fourth of July. I'll be at the Fourth of July Parade in my hometown, Bristol, Rhode Island, which has the best Fourth of July Parade in the whole world, just so you know. And I'm happy to tell you more about it because I love it. But I hope wherever you are, you're having a great week, and I hope you have some wonderful moments of their family, some peace, some ease, some joy, and lots of good sleep. I hope you don't have too many fireworks. <laughs> and I cannot wait to connect with you again next week. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste.
2: I'd say definitely do it. It's really helpful. It will change your relationship with your kids for the better. It will help you communicate better
1: I would say definitely into it. It's so, so worth it. It'll change you.
2: No matter what age someone's child is, it's a great opportunity for personal growth and it's a great investment in someone's family. I'm very thankful I have this. You can continue in your old habits that aren't working or you can learn some new tools and gain some perspective to shift everything in your parenting.